please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Hey, hey. Hi, Greg. I'm not looking Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, Greg. Dawn's feeling today. Hey. <laughs> Worst with, with me ever. And we have a game show set today, which I know Hayden is going to bring about in a second. Tell us what that, that is, okay? Good. Hey, hey. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Let me give you a hug. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes... Uh, it's just about the best thing there is. It's been a rough week. And I, I had second thoughts about actually doing this show today. No. Because um, it's too sensitive of a subject and it's too real. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. I mean, the, our subject matter today, what's the title for our show? Uh, let's see, I wrote down a note. Just never be bored. No, never... Um, it, it, it's how I say that's this. our show today, or is that Hayden's happy place? The, no, that's all. This is all my happy place. Uh, what we're talking about is entertaining loved ones who are becoming disabled. Often they're in nursing homes or they're home, you know, and, and maybe even in really, really, you know, bad situations. And often I'm, I learned from going to see my father in a nursing home that you can sit there and you can just have like conversation and then the, my father would drift off and then maybe a cowboy show would be on that he would watch and we would watch that. But it wasn't, it was just the same thing every day. So I started bringing a deck of cards, old photos and things like that. And what brought this, I think, home to me was my father in the last few days of his life had two very, very good days. And those were because we brought in my father's favorite foods. We all ate at the family table. The grandchildren were there. The children were there. Um, we had the mom's recipe for spaghetti. And it was just So just really to set simple. the stage, too, just to set the stage, your father passed away yesterday. Yes. Yesterday. And you've been taking care, along with your other family members, of your father for a long time. Mm -hmm. How old was he? Ninety-four. Ninety-four years old. What was his name? Frank Sykes. Frank Sykes. That's right. Frank was a Sykes. And uh, he was a, a very good guy. Great fellow. Friendly he had guy. more nieces and nephews. Right. He was Uncle Frank to all of his friends, children. So when, when you first introduced the idea of the show to me, you said, look, I want to do a show about how to spend the time you have with your loved yeah, ones. quality time. Especially if you're given a limited amount of time. Yes. And we knew And you guys were given a limited amount of time. My father had been on dialysis for more years than were ever expected. Right. But it began to uh, get to the point where we knew that it was you know, coming. And I had sat so many times at his bedside with... I guess considered non-productive. Occasionally, we would talk about old stories and things, and that's a good thing to do. Uh, my father enjoyed at the last two really good evenings he had, which was actually about four days ago. Um, 
we told old family stories and he told some of the most hilarious stories about him and my mom when they were younger. Uh, we, we were just all in stitches and he was laughing and, and it, it was just remarkable that we had those two particular days. Right. But I was thinking about when my ch grandchildren visited, I realized that they would sit there like this. On their phones. Yeah. If, uh, yeah. If, you know, and, and if I told them not to, then they sat there like this. Right. And my children, the grandchildren are respectful. I don't mean to put them down, but there was nothing for them to do. So I know that my grandson loves to, or used to, even at 14, he'll play them when he gets Play board games. Yeah. My, my son, my 13-year-old loves to play. My whole family loves to play board mm -hmm. games, although we rarely have the time to sit down. My 13-year-old hates the fact that we don't sit down and play more board games. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of games that you can play depending on the uh, level of the person's ability to physically, they have physical therapy for your grand motor skills. Right. They have occupational therapy for fine motor skills. So if you're if they're working on things like that with your loved one, things like this may make a difference. Handling small things. Uh, this is and and the kids can do this with you, and it doesn't feel like you're in therapy. And it's conversation. I thought you were on this board. No, I was over here. Oh, I rolled an eight, and you count. And a lot of things like that are easy for seniors. Sometimes uh, trying to do a complicated game may not be, but you, you learn that. And you might even take, I, I had my iPad here a while ago, you might take an iPad and watch an old movie. You know, Netflix on an iPad, and, and Wi-Fi is all you need. Sure. Uh, but things like this, setting these up are good fine motor skills exercises. And my grandson, see, he can do it better than I can. But set those up and do it again and, and, and laugh when you mess them up before you're finished. And, right. Or even just play a dominoes game. Oh, I love dominoes. Mm -hmm. There are yeah. games like this. We used to play dominoes. When I was in the Navy, we played a lot of spades, played a lot of dominoes. Mm -hmm. Well, I brought We had dominoes cards. tournaments, spades tournaments on the boat, mm -hmm. like on the aircraft carriers, on the base. And, you know, there's some pretty good dominoes and spades players. Well, I have friends, and we play canasta. We go yeah. to the beach and play canasta. So as they, uh, or I, um, I'm the second youngest of the, the ten of us. Canasta. So, uh, you know, we may. Uh, I make Did a you say your mother was one of the like top ranked? My mother players. was the uh, uh, grandmaster bridge player. I may not be saying that for right, bridge, that's right, but she was probably the most experienced, and I'm going to take the liberty of saying she was probably the best bridge player. Have you worked your entire life so that your life savings and even your home can be taken away? I'm attorney Greg McIntyre. When people think of an estate plan, they think of a will or a power of attorney. But if you have a home savings, maybe some stocks, maybe even a vacation home. You need to put protections in place that those documents do not guarantee. Let me help protect you and your hard-earned money and property. Call McIntyre Elder Law at 855-267-5052. She was living, and, uh, but she was, one of these, mm -hmm, she was one of these who never criticized anybody else. Sure. If you asked, she would say, well, you could do this, but she was just... My mother was just a little angel. She really was, and everybody loved her. And she had the cutest little flirty way of doing things, and and uh, she's been missed by a lot of people too. But just things that um, that you can do to avoid having a stressful time or a boring time or a fruitless time. Um, games that are easy not to lose pieces. This is a sure. boggle game. We loosen this up, shake it, and the letters form, and then you try to make words out of letters. Mm -hmm. So there's another, something like that. I looked it up, and you know, we've always said 40% of caretakers, um, you know, predecease the people they care for. But sometimes caretakers can run themselves down because mm -hmm. of 
they're caring for someone else and that's well, not what they're trained to do and that they're emotionally involved. I looked up some information and seniors over 70 who care for Spouse loved ones are 70% more likely to predecease the people. Uh, now, it's I didn't, a higher percentage, maybe, yeah. Yes, and I mean, now I haven't researched Do you have a that. reference for that? Uh, it's, let's see, there's an article you can uh, Google when loved ones die at home, family caregivers pay the price. And, and where is that from? That's from uh, the Huffington Post. Yes. Post that, post that. So the Huffington Post. But usually I can uh, Google the title of the article and right. it'll take you there. That's all the printer we print at the time. Sure. So that's all I got. I but, just like to give references. But I think they call that it, it's because of stress. So doing things like playing games or researching, we are now researching some family history, a branch of our family we didn't know about called the Griffin, you know, side of the family. Right. And we found a book. I'd actually found it today, yesterday, excuse me. And my niece and I were talking, going through the book and, and uh we finally made what we know match up against what we don't know and could carry the lineage further. A lot of older people are interested in things like that. So I'm going to call this episode How to Make the Most of the Time We Have. I think that's a wonderful title. Okay. I didn't think about a title because I know I done that, that you were given a limited time with Dad, mm-hmm. right? And I know that you told me you spent some very quality days with Dad. I'm attorney Greg McIntyre, and my book, Saving the Farm, is a comprehensive manual on how seniors can protect themselves and their hard-earned money and property. This is a great gift to start the conversation with mom and dad about preserving their assets and legacies and to make sure that you know everything you need to know to do the same with yours. To order your copy, call 704-259-7040 or online at mcelderlaw.com slash savingthefarm. Well, we've been we've been watching Dad through yeah. the years, and so none of this came as a surprise, um, and it, it built up to the point where we saw that it was coming. But I didn't realize that that we would have those last two or three really good days, and the stories he told were just about this story about they had me and my mother had gone to a place where you dance and they have a little alcohol, even though it wasn't legal. But managed to find it, and he was with my uncle, who was the deputy sheriff, so mm-hmm. I guess they were in safe territory. But it had rained, and they had parked up a hill, and they had to go up a bank, and they were trying to climb up the bank, and they would slide back, and climb up the bank, and slide back. So my dad crawled up over my uncle, up the bank, and he slid back, and here they were, and it was just a mental picture of my father and my uncle, and another friend of theirs trying to climb up that muddy point. The way he told it just made us all just die laughing. Sounds like he was maybe muddy once he got there. Muddy mess. Uh, probably so. Yeah. But he told about sometimes when he worked in this shipyard at the uh, at um, in Charleston at the end of World War II in the Coast Guard, and I found out a lot about this Coast Guard experience. It, there was always a little bit of mystery about that, and we found his discharge papers and things like that when we were going through his affairs. So a lot of that was, was it was good for Daddy, it was good for us, and uh, <clears throat> we just... We, we talked about it before, too. We got, we got some affairs in order beforehand, too. Didn't we? Yes. Uh, it wasn't long after I came back. Yeah. work for you. He had deeds done. He had a labor deed on right. his home. Those were blessings. Um, 
So you, less to do. You told us a lot about you know how to make assets accessible. Sure. Uh, the payable on death beneficiary. Payable on death beneficiaries on, on, uh, on bank accounts, right? Beneficiary to make sure. In fact, we just recently had to change some beneficiaries on some accounts. And the ladybird deed on the home automatically transfers that property. Yes. I want to say there's a South Carolina property too. Yes. And then we did a life estate deed maybe on that one. No. Or tenants in common. The tenants, tenants in common deed on the on the rental property. Here. Yeah. Yeah. And, gotcha. Yeah. And um, so all of that was, we could feel comfortable knowing that we had done all we can yeah. at the time. So all of our time could be spent, you know, visiting with that and having sure. some good times. And everybody has their own thing. I mean, some people do crafts. People who are more physically capable can do things. You can make raised garden beds. Sure. So from a wheelchair or a walker. And it has nothing to do like about that. making playing games or raking raised garden beds. It's just something constructive to do that's also therapeutic that also lets you have those conversations and that quality time, don't you think? Well, And not does. be bored, And right? that's the thing uh, it, that appeals to me is you talk while you're doing these things. Right. Instead of just sitting there and maybe dad, you want something to drink? Or, sure. You know, it, it it's, takes your mind off of the things that are negative in your life and make some more fun and things to do with the grandchildren so they aren't sitting there on their uh, phones or just you know waiting to leave and uh, not finding anything to say because my great my father and mother were not people that you could not have fun with they were right. always involved they were fun with kids people. yeah so i wanted to continue that so we tried those kind of things uh, I mean, I could give you a list a mile long, but I'm sure you can find some of them like I did. Did you say you're a pretty hard worker? Yeah. I mean, I just can't believe you, you're at work today. But well, you've always been that way, just very. Where do you think that comes from? My father. Yeah? Yes. He was the most ethical man I've ever known. He was okay. a, he worked at Sears for 30 years. Right. Then he retired and he went to work managing Shelby Hardware. Then he had a job at Lowe's and ended up uh, working for AutoZone. And he was delivering parts for them and loved that because he got to go all over town and see everybody. But he taught me if you, that you go to school every day. Mm -hmm. You go to work every day. Just because you don't feel like it or you don't feel like study for it. Yes. Wasn't that Margo that did that? Yes. The glass of water? Uh -huh. Excuse me. They had to go off camera. And that's a shame. Ruby is a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Whether you're I would have just went with it. I would have been like, I was thirsty. Yeah. Absolutely. Give me some water. Yeah. But anyway, I got a, I got a lot of that from my My mother never did this work. And she never preached it like Daddy did. Right. But when I went to work at Belk, he said, what do you say to the people when they come into the department? Because mm -hmm. I was in sales. I said, may I help you? And he said, and then what are they going to say? Yes or no? Maybe once in a while they'll say, I'm looking for sweaters. But usually they know what they want. But he said, if you say, I've got some sweaters in over here that are really, really pretty. Mm -hmm. Can I show you those? And just get a dialogue started so sure. that you can walk with them without, you know, how you get shadowed at a car sales lot. Mm -hmm. They're going to... You, know, you can you can drive your car around and then they all go with you. And you know, what you want them to do is to make have to live up a little bit of a relationship. Right. And then you can say, well, there are some skirts over here that will look nice with this, and I can show you those if you'd like. And by the time you're through, you might have sold them a whole outfit. But he taught me a lot about responsibility, paying your debts, you know, not depending on loans to pay the things that you want. And, uh, I mean, I, 
I could go on about my dad. He was a wonderful man. Mm-hmm. He taught me a lot of wonderful things. So unless I have a fever or a broken arm or I'm bleeding, I'm here. So. I get it. I mean, me too. Mm-hmm. And I might still be here. <laughs> but it's my thing, you know? Yeah. So, so I need to. Yeah. But I mean, you know, anyway, just, just think about that. I, I think that, that work ethic, that sense of, I think you either have that or you don't. I would say I think it was better with the older generation. Or What do you think? They depended on more of their money, I think, than we do. You, you so, so they had to. Yes. They had to be that way because yes. they couldn't go back to mom or dad's house. Mm-hmm. Or it wasn't maybe so much of a social welfare system. Okay. What do you think? I think that's an excellent point. Nobody was there to tell you Now out. we're going to get political. Well, no. You know what I'm saying? Well, there was a welfare system, but it was handled by the community. Sure. The widows and the um, abandoned or or, uh, orphan children, things like that. Uh, The community, yes, the churches and the community took care of them. Right. And so it was, yes, it was different. And and now there's more of a safety net system? Uh Yeah. Well, the government's taken over that role. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of ways. True story. My kids are out of the house at 18. I don't care. They're rolling. Well, that's what we were told. Either they're going to college or they're going to work or community college into work. But they're rolling out of the house. They need to learn to live on their own. That's right. I don't uh, think it hurts to... What do you do when a bird learns to fly? They're out of the nest. How do they learn to fly? I think you just kick them out of the nest. That would be if I was a mama bird. I know. We were always told as children not to pick them up. That's right. You know, they're doing what mom wants them to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think everybody can come up with their own ideas. Uh, One of the things I will tell you I did with my father when he was in uh, rehab, I took pictures of him and my mother and put them beside the bed because I had read where the people no offense by the way, no offense by the way to anybody under sixty five who's watching and still living at home. No offense, but get out of get out of your mom and daddy's house. All right, how about that? Go ahead. <laughs> yes. Anyway, that is uh, the idea being for people to see you as a person and not an old person. And someone who had vitality in life and, and somewhere we can identify with now and then see this may be us someday. Yeah. And, and the theory is that you will get a little bit more compassion. Not just as an old person who is dependent upon sure. you for their water and their straws and everything, but... Um, and but my father was just funny, and he loved all the nurses, and he was well loved everywhere he went. So, but anyway, there's just some ideas of things that you can try on your own. You can give your mother a manicure, and that's good. You're sitting there and you're talking, sure, and it generates conversation. I saw your friend. Some Mabel places have some places people have who maple Fromberger. No. Oh. I just made that up. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, Mabel. All right, so, so anyway, okay. yeah, um, you. You, some some places like Life in Richmond, Adult Daycare, yeah. have Manny Petty stations. Sometimes they'll bring people in. And, to, beauty, and uh, beauty, beauty shops. Beauty shops. Beauty shops, yeah. And facilities mm-hmm. will have that. Yeah, almost all the ones I think Dad's been to had those. So maybe go do that with your loved one. Well, yeah. But just sitting there with your mother doing her nails, you're talking to her. And you're okay. talking about, you know, the, I took the kids to school this morning. Brian didn't feel well, you know, my daughter would say. Uh, and uh, But, you know, 
it's just a closeness and a bonding and anything like that that you know your parents enjoy. Um, baking, the older ones who are home yeah. who still are mobile, bake together, um, sit down and put together a family cookbook or a scrapbook of family pictures. Or just anything like that and enjoy just have, having a bonding and a closeness with them and not just worried about whether you have ice in your cup or sure. need a straw. So we play games or garden or whatever. Well, listen, you doing okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Let me know if there's anything I can do. Well, thank All you. Right. Uh, we had a, a good, uh, dad knew this was coming. He was told. And so we had a lot of time Are you going together. home today? I'm going over to my father's house. Going to the townhouse today? No. You're home. Nobody's going to be there today? Well, my, my sister's there from Charlotte. And my niece is there from Texas. Is that your house? No, this is at, at my father's house. We're all going to go back over there. I sent flowers to your house. You going to be there? Mark's there. Okay, good. Mark Mark. Let's make well, sure. Thank I'm you. Okay. I'll get those and I'll take those over to uh, Dad's and let everybody see them. And, yeah. um, They're meant for you. Though. Well, thank okay. you. I'm going to take them back home. I'm not going to leave them there. Well, I'm sorry you know, for your loss. And, uh, you know, I'm an elder law attorney, but people don't know how much, I didn't become an elder law attorney because I was morbid or like typical life issues. In fact, I absolutely abhor them. I hate the thought of death, dying. I, can, I just really, just to be honest, I can't stand it. And it, it just, the thought scares me. And okay. I think it scares most people. But I, I don't like funerals. I just, I just don't like, I just, it, it it's not something I like. Maybe nobody likes those things. I don't think about yeah. funerals. Right. I don't, I don't think about dying. And I, to me, millions and millions and billions of people have died. They've all done it. Yeah. They were there before me. Billions. Yeah. I can do that. Billions. But I want to I'm gonna be plan my time. I'm going to be frozen. Okay. I'll come give you a high five. Give me a high five yeah. in my freezer. Okay. <laughs> uh, you and Walt Disney, and who else do we know? Ted, Ted, uh, the great baseball player. Williams? Best base, Ted Williams. Ted Williams. Yeah. Frozen too. All right. And Hope they're finding time. out more and more tricks to make it work. We'll, so. we'll see. We'll yeah. see. We got into a discussion about that I, in the office this week <laughs> as to which Dawn, who's filming right now, is like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> But anyway, well, she's but you know, um, I don't think that there's anything morbid about being an elder law attorney or the way we plan. I mean, we are, the last thing we're thinking about is dwelling on that subject. We're thinking about helping people and helping them save what they work for their entire life and then keep that with the living, keep that with their families who yes. they love, right? Keep their assets and possessions. So that's what we do at McIntyre Elder Law. That's the approach we do it. We approach it from life and vitality. And uh, we have amazing people that work with us, like Hayden Soloway, who uh, just shows up every day. So, thank you. Thank you for watching. Hayden, thank you got you. anything else? No. Uh, just enjoy the days when you have them. Enjoy the days you have with your loved ones because you don't know which one's going to be your last. And live healthy. Yeah. You know, take care of your body. Your body will help you and, sure. and um, help you have, I guess, better end days. So, Absolutely. Thank you for watching. We'll be here next week 
with another episode from the Elder Law Report every Friday at 10 a.m. on Facebook Live or subscribe to our e-newsletter um, at MC Mike Charlie like McIntyre mcelderlaw.com mcelderlaw.com that's our website and go there sign up for our e-newsletter and you'll get emails like this video emails uh, and other updates on specific legal issues and other things going on in our community and going on in our firm thanks for watching see you next week Bye.